Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay, and you're listening to an ISE edition. In fact, an NEC ISE edition of my Rants and Raves podcast. I'm excited to be joined by Thomas Volter at, uh, from NEC Display Solutions Europe. Thomas, good morning. Good morning, Gary. I should say good afternoon to you. You're already there. You're already in Europe. We're heading there next week, along with about a thousand other companies. And um, I'm excited. Look, you're, you are one of only a few, literally not even a handful, less than a handful of companies that make every type of display technology that our industry has. And um, in the, you, you've also, you're also in Hall 5, okay, booth R20, can't, can't miss you. Um, and you also have your booth this year, divided, your stand divided into three areas again, retail, corporate, and large venue. Tell me about that strategy. We focus on what our customers mainly do with our products. And here we, we define three major applications, which are digital signage. And we focus mainly on retail here. It's the corporate meeting and collaboration area where we see heavy changes from the market, from the market demands. And then it's large venue. It's everything that you need in order to create um, large visual experiences. And as you said, for all of those applications, there's different technology that fits best. And I think it's very important for, for the end users to make a well-educated decision whether a large format display, projector, or direct view LED might be the best choice. And at our booth, I think they will get, definitely get this um, hands-on experience and see the differences and see which technology fits best for their use case. Because I think there's one important fact. There's no good or bad technology. It's just the technology that fits my needs best and this is what you have to find. And I think IZ is a perfect place to, to, to see all the technologies live on stage and, and see what, what is your, or what should, what should be your perfect choice. Well, it's, you, you're in a unique position because of how large your stand is that you can actually show this in applications formats, which is kind of fun because instead of just showing products, you're showing how the products are being used. And uh, you have the retail section that's obviously focused a lot on digital signage. The corporate is going to be focused a lot on meeting and collaboration. And then you have a large venue section. And in reality, you have a couple other sections, which we'll get to in just a moment. But obviously, with dig let's start with digital signage. A huge market, grown, very mature now, much more mature than it was. Uh, NEC was the, the company I remember first using the term digital signage, I don't know, 15, at least 15 years ago. And you've got a host of products, very large line of products that are not just LCDs, but also LEDs and even projectors. Exactly. And in digital signage, it's um, key to understand that there's so many different locations um, that has to provide the impact and the visual experience in order to engage the audience. It's the outside and outdoor and facade area. Then you enter a building, it might be a retail store, but it's also a cinema or a train station. And then you get inside, there, there are information points. There's a main area, it might be a sales floor. And then you get to the cash area. And in all that, um, in all that situations, digital signage plays a major role in the meantime, but the function it, it has to fulfill um, is very different. Some have to be interactive, some have to engage, some have to advertise and engage people. So um, this is why customers have to be very well aware of what they want to achieve in which location. And then we can guide them towards the right technology. And in the past, digital signage was mainly driven by large format displays, which is still 
the major technology, but also direct view LED has big impact here. And we see more and more digital signage projection um, as laser is also widely expanding the possibilities of what laser can do in digital signage. And there's quite some creative and interesting applications that we will have on show. I think it's definitely worth having a look at it in more detail because you can do so much um, in order to engage your audience and to increase your sales in the end. Yeah, and, and like you said, it's not just a one form factor. It's not just one size display. You have projection and flat panel and LED, which, you know, obviously very large format displays, very bright. Uh, but in media and collaboration, now the last couple of years at ISE, um, basically the collaboration display was invented at ISE in a way. It was the first place the term was used. Um, now you've got uh, dozens of manufacturers. You have a very unique um, view and NEC Europe has a very unique perspective on, on the collaboration market and uh, you've done a really good job showing that in past years. How, what can we expect at this year's ISE show in Amsterdam next week? In the past years, um, our corporate customers, they knew us because we were delivering uh, meeting room projectors and this was more or less a standard application. So you've had your projector, it might have been mobile or uh, mounted on the ceiling, but more or less that was it. And the demands for the companies is changing so heavily um, and this is why the applications or the functionality they have to fulfill is also um, seeing dramatic change and um, we see many companies um, that have people working from remote locations as they are global companies or they are working from home office you have to connect them you have to provide them an atmosphere and also a, an area where they can meet like in person and this is what we do with a lot of technology for different meeting and group working applications it's starting with a personal workspace where you dial in from your remote location at home for instance um, it's small and informal meeting areas like huddle spaces or think tanks and then the meeting room also gets interactive video conferencing is a standard application um, a collaborative whiteboard where people from remote locations can annotate um, the documents and the um, information they are working on. And our product that we brought first to the market was the Infinity Board. And what made us special is the open and modular concept, which allows an open integration into, let's say, any um, company infrastructure. So there's no um, reason for us to limit it in terms of operating systems, in terms of video conferencing software or any other software. And this makes us very open and harming with a lot of um, the IT security um, regulations that exist in companies. And also we work nicely together with all different kinds of softwares that are available on the market and that might be already in use for some companies. So it's also easy for them just to swap them over to our technology. Yeah, and, and in fact, the Infinity Board now, that now it's a worldwide product. Uh, started and was it was sort of created by your group in, in NEC Europe. Um, and uh, so I'm sure you're very proud of that. But now comes in 65, 75, and 86-inch versions. So you actually have a line that covers sort of every application for collaboration, both huddle spaces and even large meeting rooms now, right? You, you're absolutely right. Um, we are very close with our customers, retail customers, and also corporate customers. And we see the demands that they have. And this is, was the reason why we developed the Infinity Board 
locally in the first step, which is our strategy. And then when we see that it's a product that is covering um, the demand of many markets, we then make it global. And this is what just happened now. In addition to that, we also see the different meeting room types and meeting types that are getting developed at this stage. And here we try to find different solutions that meet, for instance, the needs for um, smaller meeting groups up to four people, the Infinity Board 55 inches is a perfect solution for that. And think tanks, they might have other um, preferences and demands. Here we cover it perfectly with a two screen 75 inch solution on the show and the 86 inch is more or less the biggest infinity board in our portfolio, which is perfect for presentation purposes, but also for interactive meetings. So obviously we haven't, we haven't touched much on projectors here, but you've got projectors in all these applications, including meeting rooms. And there's still a lot of people that still want to use projectors. And now you have this technology laser, obviously, that has sort of infiltrated the market in a great way because it's made where we're, we're now we're putting in projectors. For me, I know that a lot of people talk about how they last a lot longer. But for me, the key thing from my uh, you know, image snob standpoint is the uniformity <laughs> is the uniformity in color imagery like that's the thing that most impresses me about laser. I mean, it's great that they last for you know so it's, you know three, four, five times as long as traditional lamp. But more importantly, the uniformity and the colorimetry are are the key differentiators. Don't don't you kind of agree with that? I mean, I know that you you pitch the the la the life uh, you know the TCO and so on and so forth. But at the same time. I mean, aren't you just seeing just amazing imagery and, and uniformity? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And um, this exactly shows um, the type of people you meet in an end customer um, place. So there's the ones um, that focus a lot on this visual quality, where we think also laser is a major step forward. Then we have the financial guys that focus a lot on, on, on cost and on total cost of ownership. And here laser brings um, also big, big advantages to those um, decision makers. For me, there's two other um, reasons why laser is a big step into the future. The first one is um, laser is a maintenance-free light source, which is right, but mainly for, for LCD-based projectors, and there's still filters that have to be cleaned. And if you still have to walk up a ladder and clean the filters regularly, you, you can't cut down costs um, dramatically. And um, the new P525UL laser projector, which is our 5000 Anselumen YGXGA projector that we just recently launched, is an example where a sealed engine is providing a total maintenance-free um, projector solution for the market. And in combination with that, um, the low fan noise is providing a truly new experience in meeting rooms because I think all of us are aware of the noise a fan has to create in order to cool down the lamp. And with this, with this new projector, the device is truly noiseless and it doesn't disturb any meetings any longer. And for, for anyone who is attending meetings frequently with a projector creating the image on, on the wall or on the screen, and they know what they will get from that one if they really can reduce the noise of the projector and have undisturbed meetings and focus on their business outcomes. Yeah, that's actually a really good point, especially when you have smaller meeting rooms and, and even classrooms where the projector is still hanging over the heads of the students or the attendees. 
that is a big issue. I hadn't thought about it that way, but yeah, that's another big va uh, value proposition. Let me turn to uh, LEDs. Now you, you have a, you did an acquisition of Squadron um, and I want to kind of get an update on where you are with that. And um, that's put you in a new segment of the market as well. Um, and also, also the just in just industry-wide growth and changes of the LED market, um, sort of where NEC sits with that right now and what you plan on showing at ISE. As you said, yeah, we acquired um, Escortat more or less exactly one year ago. So we announced it last year to IZ. And since that, we are starting um, a strong collaboration. So it's two teams that are really growing together and we have to align our sales process from NEC to more or less the product development of Escortat. And I think we see big, big, big improvements and ways forward. So... I think also in terms of business success, our 2018 was um, far higher than what we could achieve in 2017. But also the demand from the market is growing. And for us, um, as there is so many LED manufacturers on the market available, and this is what you also see when you go to IZ, um, there's halls packed of LED manufacturers for an end user. It's, it's more or less impossible to, to make a, a well-educated decision on who is a good brand to trust and I think NEC in the industry is known as a trusted brand, as an advisor, um, delivering um, reliable quality on the one hand side, but also future-proof technology. And this is the same what, what Esquadrat does, and this is why it's also such a good fit. And um, we will show a few new models on ISE, new LED um, screens that come with one big advantage. We want to make... LED installations and applications more easy and quicker to install, less project time, less planning. And this all also leads to more certified users and also to lower um, investment in, in operational costs. By, by the way, I, I failed to mention at the beginning of this, congratulations, uh, Exhibitor Magazine awarded your booth last year at ISC, the best booth um, at the show. You did as well. <laughs> we did as well. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it was kind of hands down an award that, uh, that you were going to get the moment you walked in the booth. Because as I said, at the very opening of this, um, you're showing ac applications. You're not just focused on the product. You're focused on the products in the actual applications. And you show the various, not just the various applications, but the range of the product within the application. Um, obviously, you'll be doing that again uh, this year in Hall 5 uh, Stand R20. Um, can't miss them. Just walk in, you'll see. Um, I, I would like to cover a quick couple of more quick things. But if, if you have another minute to stay on the line with me, do you have another minute? Sure. Okay. Um, you're, you've sort of um, pioneered the use of Raspberry Pi and, and uh, the OPS standard with displays. You're the first company I recall having OPS slots in the displays. Um, it's not just flat panel displays too, a wider range of them. And then the Raspberry Pi um, sort of a, a, a application simplifying digital signage, media players, so on and so forth. I want you to kind of connect the dots between that and what we might see as a strategy for you in the future for AV over IP. Yeah, it's, it's a good point. For us, um, digital signage has to be smart and easy and intuitive. And when I travel... Um, I see in many airports, I see how a digital signage application is installed. There's a display quite nicely integrated. And if you walk to the back, you can see that there's a big bracket and a 19-inch rack PC mounted on the back. And you see the network connections or splitters or um, 
um, power supplies for sure, and power sockets in some cases. So this is not what we call a seamless digital signage experience. And OPS gave us the opportunity to seamlessly embed a fully capable um, digital signage media player into a display, which is open and modular. So you can put in various kinds of PCs or media players, and you can also upgrade them. Because in many cases, if in, in nowadays, like a system on ship system is built in, um, if the media player is no longer performing the way you, you want to have it, you have to exchange the entire display. And this was always the smart aspect of the OPS slot that we have had in the past or that we still have today. And this is what we extended to Raspberry Pi. And Raspberry Pi for us was an opportunity to take technology that is so well received from, from the public um, and where we see a high performance level at a very reasonable cost, um, still meeting the requirements of industrial applications means high reliability, um, long lifetimes and, and um, a very high performance ratio in general. And um, the Raspberry Pi itself is um, a super smart device that we even want to make smarter and more easy to use. And this is why we are launching a media player that um, will be put on the Raspberry Pi, like the software is available on every Raspberry Pi for mainly small and medium businesses in order to have an out-of-the-box digital signage solution driven by the Raspberry Pi. And customers that visit our booth, they can have a preview. We will launch that media player later throughout the year, but they can already get in quite detailed understanding of what's included, how easy it will be to use, and um, how conveniently they can drive and manage their digital signage application um, through the Raspberry Pi. And uh, and that's sort of kind of right now, uh, The obviously the digital signage market is all across the network. So you have a really good easy path into AV over IP. And of course, with OPS, you could literally, one day I could imagine network cards right in the, uh, in the OPS slots that allow you to connect uh, AV through the network directly into displays. Do you see that as something that you're looking at or do you see that as a future or do you see that as a separate type of decoder? I, th I think that this is definitely an option and AV over IP will become a major topic at IZ for sure. And um, for us, this is the reason why do we have um, established an open and modular interface like OPS or the Raspberry Pi interface because this allows us to more or less adapt any solution on the market that is demanded um, from the market and that is also delivering new benefits to our customers and our customers, they can simply upgrade that displays with an OPS device or Raspberry Pi that is supporting this functionality so they can still use their current display solution and upgrade it with optional cards like an AV over IP card that might be available in the future. And that's, that's kind of exactly what I was thinking, uh, that, that, that would be the strategy. Well, look, <clears throat> I appreciate you. I know that I took a lot of your time. I appreciate you kind of going over everything. Uh, I think that anyone who goes to the show will be making a mistake not going by NEC Display Solutions Europe's stand. I mean, number one, you're going to probably blow people away with the design. But number two, the way it's laid out and the application's focus of it is, is I think, really unique. Uh, as I said, this year will be divided into retail, corporate, and large venue. But you're also going to have sort of like a working at home area as well and some other little areas. So it would be, be worth checking it out. 
And, um, and Thomas, uh, I've been talking with Thomas Walter. Uh, Thomas, thank you very much for joining me as seg- uh, section product section manager for strategic product marketing technically is your title. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I, sh- I should get that in there. I-, I really appreciate you joining me and I, and I look forward to actually seeing you in person in less than a week. Yes. Um, it's very easy to, um, meet us and me at ISE, maybe easier <laughs> to, to spell my, my name and title. But, yeah. um, one last thing. Yeah. Um, I know for visitors, it's, it's hard to see all these news at the show. And a very convenient way to discover the news on the ISE booth is we run um, guided booth tours. Um, there is more than 30 tours across the four days and there's more or less a tour running every 30 minutes. And if you are interested in joining, just come to our information point, have a look when the next tour is leaving and join it because um, it's our experts showing you the major news on the show and they give you a very compact and precise um, impression of what you can expect from NEC Display Solutions. And I'm also looking forward to seeing you, Gary, at the show in Amsterdam next week. Safe journey. Yeah, be there. Thank you. And I'm actually going to go on the booth tour and I'm going to actually shoot video of the booth tour. So you actually, for those of you who don't get a chance to go to the show, I'll actually shoot the video of the booth tour. So you'll actually be able to see, uh, see what it's like yourself. So definitely uh, all of our coverage will be at, at uh, raypubs.com slash ISE2019. And of course, uh, I'll link Thomas Valter as well as NEC Displays, uh, Europe's uh, URL in the description of this podcast. Uh, In the meantime, thanks for joining us and uh, everyone have a great day.